Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, a recovering CPA and edutainer. And I'm Brad Miller, lawyer and coach, and we are walking a spiritual path. Many professionals are searching for something greater than themselves. Through this podcast, we are exploring what it means to be a spiritual professional in an analytical, evidence-based world. So whether you're into yoga, meditation, crystals, or are merely curious about what else is out there, join us as we discuss our journeys and break the stigma around professionals who woo and the myths around what it means to be spiritual. Welcome. I'm Brad Miller and here today with Jason Medford. And so I know a lot of times people are going down the spiritual path and you and a lot of us came from maybe a religious background, you know, whether it's a lot of, you know, a lot of listeners probably Christianity, but it could be, you know, Jewish, Islam, Buddhist. I mean, you could have had your feet in or dipped your toes in many different kind of religious things. Um, and, and I know in the, we, we talked a lot on this podcast about avoiding dogmas and, and how a lot of the religious stuff that you out there is kind of keeping you trapped or like that, but there's still, I think a lot, that you can bring from those religious experiences you've had a lot of that stuff that actually, um, you know, you don't have to throw it all out just because, you know, it, it, it might not, um, you know, be exactly what you, you currently believe today. And so I thought maybe today we'd talk about how you can take some of those things, maybe from your past, maybe those, some of those beliefs you've had. Um, and, and that the fact that you don't have to throw them out when you decide you want to focus on your spirituality, you know, how can you take those and maybe incorporate them into your spirituality? How can you make them fit in with some of these other things that are going on in your life today? So today's episode is all about Jason. So Jason, if you want to take yeah. it, just kidding. no, um, <laughs> but no, but you know, figure, you know, Chuck, and we'll see where this, uh, where this takes us here today. I don't think any of us know exactly where we're going to end up, but no. And, and I think, you know, probably only because I had a much more um, entrenched, religious experience yeah. uh you know growing up and even as a as a younger you know adult until i i don't know you know i don't i can't even remember times anymore but anyway i've i've had a lot more religious instruction um and and kind of experience throughout my life and and so like 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 Brad was saying i think it's it's important to maybe look at some of the things because you know you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater you don't have to throw everything away necessarily you do want to get rid of the dogma uh that's associated with it and we'll kind of explain what that is maybe a little bit more but um you know i think in in and sometimes too you you have to reconcile a little bit. And so I've had to go through and do some of that in my life too of uh you know because there's been certain things where maybe maybe I was taught it was wrong to do this or that I could only do something a certain way and so I've had to kind of reconcile some of those things and and realize that not everything I was taught religiously is true, right? Um, but not everything I was taught is false either. And so kind of that reconciling, you know, b between those different things. Um, so where to start, right? I think... Um, 
At the beginning. At the beginning. Once upon a time in a galaxy far, far away. Okay. There was little Jason. There was little Jason who looked like Yoda. And no, anyway, the uh, (laughs) let's let's take something. um, Maybe an an example, right? Like, um, you know, for most, we'll call it Judeo-Christian. Uh, and even Islamic, Abrahamic, we'll call it that. The 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 three main Abrahamic monotheistic religions that are out there: Christianity, Judaism, and and Islam. Muslim, you know, is those. I mean, I think two and a half trillion people in in or billion. What are we in billions, right? Billion people in the world. Yeah, I don't think to we one. got trillions yet. So. We don't have trillions yet, but I think two and a half billion people belong to one of those religions or came up through one of those religions. And and so there's a concept in all three of the religions because I I not only know a lot about the religion that I grew up in, but I know a lot about other religions as well, right? And so in all three of those, there is a Sabbath day. There is a day of rest right during the week uh where you kind of take off and it goes back to kind of the biblical story of god created the earth in six days and rested on the seventh okay and so there's some scriptural background into it but it has been kind of built into at least those three religions that there's a sabbath day there's a sacred day of each week and so, you know, for most Christians, that day is Sunday. And so, you know, um, even up until, I don't know, in the U.S., clear back into the 50s or 60s, we had, um, I can't remember what the, the laws that they were called, but required most businesses to actually be closed on Sundays, right? And again, that was kind of the government imposing a religious sort of thing on business and not allowing them to be open, but it goes back to that whole concept, right? And so in all of those religions, there is. But, you know, again, then the dogma starts to come in when Christians say it's Sunday. Uh, Jews say it's Saturday. And, uh, you know, uh, in Islam, it's, um trying to remember, either Friday or Saturday, depending on kind of which, which uh, area you're in in the world. But each one of them has a holy day, right? The dogma comes in and telling you which day of the week that is. The dogma starts to come in when it tells you what you can and cannot do on that particular day, right? To the point of where there's some, uh, you know, very conservative um Jewish traditions that you're only allowed to walk a certain number of steps on the Sabbath day. And so people go around counting the number of steps to make sure that they don't exceed the number of steps that they're allowed on the Sabbath day. You know, they're not allowed to, you know, do certain things right on that, on that particular day. That's dogma. Right. That's a particular religious experience telling you what you can and cannot do. Um, You know, my church kind of taught what what some of the rules were, if you will, you know, of, of, you know, what you were, you know, could or couldn't do on Sunday. Obviously, you're supposed to go to church on Sunday. Right. 
um, and and serve people. You know, visit the the sick and the afflicted and the and the motherless and you know some of those things. Sunday was a good day to do that, right? Because most of the rest of the week we're off working and doing other stuff. But there were certain things that they also discouraged you from doing on that on that particular day, right? And my family had its own rules too, right? Like I wasn't supposed to listen to rock and roll music on Sunday. It had to be classical or church hymns, right? So <laughs> that worked until I got headphones and then I would listen to whatever I wanted to, right? But but that was a rule that my parents made, right? Or that we didn't watch TV on Sunday. We could watch it the rest of the week, but not on Sunday, right? That was dogmatic or rules around that particular thing. Now, if we back up, is there benefit in setting aside one day in everybody's life that's just for you and just for your family and just for your own spiritual involvement? Hell yeah, right? That's a very good thing to do. And, you know, people can give you suggestions for maybe what you should do on those kind of days, but it's really up to each and every person to decide how they're going to um, live their holy day each week. And one out of seven, it's not bad, right? <laughs> Um, so maybe that's kind of a, you know, I don't know. I'm just going to kind of pause. There. I could keep going and going and going and going, Brad, but, but, yeah. you know, is this, this what you're thinking? <laughs> where, where are we going on this? No, yeah, no. Again, we go where, where it takes us. Like there's no, there's no set path on any of this stuff, but, but yeah, I mean, that's, def that that's definitely a great example. I think of something that is that, that religions have brought up it's part of the dogmas it's part of the rules that they have but, but there also is non-religious benefits to it there are spiritual benefits to some of these things as well um and so just because you don't want to believe that you can only do certain things on this one day of the week you know that you that rock and roll is just right out on sundays for instance you know like that that doesn't mean it's not a bad idea to use a day of the week for yourself to rest, to spend with loved ones, to, you know, whatever, you know, take care of yourself, self-care, whatever it might be. Um, you know, you don't have to throw that out just because it was part of that religion in some, some capacity. And so I want it to be clear for people who are kind of either walking this spiritual path, thinking about maybe taking it that just because, some things out there may have religious ties to them doesn't mean that they're bad and that you can't have benefit into your spiritual life with them. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, again, that, that day, I think that's a great example of a, a day to take for yourself. You know, there are also, I know some, some beliefs, some truths out there as well. in some of these religions that also, um, you know, are beneficial, you know, some of the ideas of, you know, talk about the idea of God, and, you know, we tend to think, well, you know, God's a religious sort of a whatever. But if you think of instead of God being this religious being up in the heavens or wherever it is and, you know, being in charge of everything, 
you think of maybe God as the universe or, you know, consciousness or, you know, whatever you, however you want to think about it, you could still say, well, that still could be considered God. You don't have to get rid of the total concept of God. You can still bring parts of this into, and there still could be some truths in some of this um, as well. Um I'll let you if you want to run it with that. Yeah, well, yeah, because the idea of God too, which is which is interesting, because um, most most religions and traditions. I'm going to use the word traditions maybe as well, because there's a lot of of spiritual traditions that are not really religions. In fact, like like Buddhism is often referred to as a religion, but it's not really a religion per se, because it's not like there's there's a head of the Buddhist church, right? Um, and so there's not the hierarchy and, and, and things like that that go along with that particular tradition, right? Or like Native American, uh, you wouldn't necessarily call that a religion per se but it's to me it's a tradition even when you go to things like hinduism and other stuff like that but but what's interesting is um you know again probably most of the people that are listening you know in the western world have the idea of a monotheistic god meaning one god in heaven who rules everything and maybe the trinity God, the Father, the Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost, right? And again, then there's disagreement as to are those three separate beings or are those one person in the same? Hey, it, we're all the same, <laughs> okay, when it goes back. So um, at the end of the day, right? But those are, that's probably traditions that people came from. But did you know those are about the only religions in the world that believe in one single God? Every other religion and tradition that's out there believes in polytheism, meaning many gods, right? And again, depending on how you choose to define the term God, right, um, that's why a lot of the different traditions have lots of different gods. I think Hinduism has like four or five hundred gods, something like that. Um, Egypt, you know, was the same way. Um, and, and again, depending on what you call them, I, I preferred to refer to things as beings, right. Instead of necessarily gods, um, because a God is a creator. And I guess if you think of God as a creator, then we are all gods because we are all creating and co-creating with the universe, right. Um, but yeah, the idea of, of it, maybe let me say this a little bit different, um, that there's lots of beings in the universe that all have different jobs, um, that have different levels of seniority or hierarchy. And all that means is that maybe they've been around a little bit longer, right? They've incarnated more times than other people. Um, they've experienced more. And so if you think of it like from an educational system, 
right? Is a is a senior in high school any better than a kindergartner? No, they're both people, but the person who's a senior in high school has probably learned and experienced more than somebody in kindergarten. Now, is a PhD better than a senior in high school? No, but the PhD has probably experienced more education than the senior in high school, right? And so hierarchically, they're higher in the education chain, right? You know, an 80-year-old 80, 80 person who's lived in three countries in the world and has, you know, lived through the Second World War, are they any better or different than a, than a millennial? No, but they just have different experiences uh, and hierarchy, if you will, of life lesson and life experience. And so, you know, again, you can depending on how you want to believe or what you want to think about it, there's lots of beings. And sometimes those people that are a little further ahead of us, we like to honor and give reference to. And so sometimes we'll use terms. And if we, if we think maybe in a militaristic standpoint, it's easier because in, in the military you have ranks. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if I, if I first start off in the military and I'm a private, right, I'm the lowest enlisted person, there's going to be somebody who's a general or a four-star general, somebody who's been around for a lot longer. And when I address that person, I would walk up and I would say, General Miller, you know, Private Mefford, at your attention, sir, right? Now, just because I have the rank of private, and Brad has the rank of general, does that make him a better person than me? Nope. He's just been around longer. He's just got more experience and he has a different job than I have. But we tend to give reference to people who are ahead of us or are our elders on the path. And so that's one of the reasons why in many traditions, Beings are called gods, or they're attached titles like Lord, right? Um, or Master, right? Because they're just further along the path than we are. Um, and so, you know, maybe you can start thinking of or seeing, not having to completely throw out the whole concept of God, but that it's maybe much, much bigger than what you're be, you've been taught in your religious beliefs. And that doesn't mean you have to throw it out completely, right? Right. So, <laughs> how am I doing, Brad? Am I okay? Yeah. <laughs> Is that making sense? No, yeah, no, you, you keep on uh, keep on rocking. Um doesn't matter if it's Sunday or what day it is. You keep on, you know, keep um, on rocking, keep on rocking, keep on rocking. Free, that's right. Um, but no, no, that's exactly. Yeah. Like I said, there's. Uh, it's. It's figuring out how to peel back some of the, the, the dogmatic practices away from some of these concepts that are still. 
I don't really know a good way to put this. It, it, valid is not really the right word here, but I can't think of anything else top of my head right now. But these things that are still valid, they still have purpose. I don't know. Um, you know, but you can still they can still be beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. Um in your non-religious spiritual practice. You're not your non-dogmatic spiritual practice. Yeah. So maybe let's take one that's a lot more tangible for people too. Cause I know like the concept of God is like a Right. I mean, it can make your mind wrap around. I mean, around. you did go big there. So I did I did go big. But um, but let's take even something like prayer, because I know for me, um for a long time I didn't pray at all. Right. Because I, I went from kind of being a Mormon to thinking I was atheistic for a while. So obviously I'm not going to pray to any kind of a God if I'm atheistic, right? And then kind of slowly move back into the spiritual path. So you know, um, but for a long time, I, I never really formally prayed, right? And and to me, you know, rote prayers, and a rote prayer just means you're reading something somebody else has already written for you, right? Like opening a prayer book and just reading that prayer, and that's your prayer. To me, that never really resonated because I was taught to pray from the heart, but also it just seemed like, well, I'm just using somebody else's words, right? Instead of it actually being me right and so you know i was always taught in 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 the mormon faith right you would there was there was like a, i think i referenced this on a on an earlier podcast but i'll just kind of give you the outline right is so i was taught to pray in the mormon way which is you know you address there's a there's an opening and there's a closing Right. And and what you put in the middle is is kind of general, but here's the general, right? You start off the prayer addressing our Heavenly Father, our Father who art in heaven, Heavenly Father, whatever you want to call this being. And that's a term that they use to represent God, God the Father, right? Then usually you thank, give thanks, ask for what you need. And then at the end, you say, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen, right? Because Mormons are Christians, and they believe that that Jesus Christ is the way to the Father as their Savior, right? And so that's dogmatically kind of what they say. So our Father who art in heaven, right? And then whatever you thank him for, need, and then in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. And amen is just a just a word that means so shall it be and and closing it kind of off so that the universe says, oh, okay, Jason's done praying right now, right? Okay. So um, like I said, after after I left and 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 didn't believe that Jesus is my literal savior and the only way that I can get back to the Father, and I'm on this more spiritual path, I don't pray like that when I do pray, right? Because to me, prayer is a communication with another being, okay? And so if I were, just just to make it simplistic, right, is Brad and I are in conversation right now, 
Now he's listening more because I'm talking a lot more on this episode for some reason, but here we go. But if, if we're in conversation with each other, couldn't I, isn't that really what prayer is? So in a way, if I pick up and Brad and I are talking and I'm like, oh, my beautiful brother, Brad, I'm so glad to see you. I'm so grateful for, you know, you showing up today and coming with some topics for us to discuss. And, you know, I could really use your help right now a little bit um, with this particular thing. And actually, folks, at the end of, you know, last call we were on together, I asked Brad a legal question, right? Because I just was curious if he kind of knew something or could point me in a direction, right? Because I know he's a lawyer. And then we get done and it's like, oh, Brad, it was so great to talk to you today. I love you. You know, may you be blessed and your family be blessed. And I'll see you later. Take care, my friend. Now, what I just did there, isn't that the same as what I was just telling you how I was taught to pray? What do you think, Brad? I mean, I, I, you missed the amen part in there, but beyond that, it's pretty close. <laughs> well, I said, I said, take care and bye, right? Because in normal conversation, right, I wouldn't say, <laughs> all right, see you later, Brad. Amen. <laughs> But we say goodbye. Yeah. We we do have some kind of closing word, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And so isn't prayer, kid, couldn't you just see prayer as a communication with another being, another person? So yes, if you want to talk to God, your heavenly father, if that's what you believe in, then that's who you would address. If if you want to talk to Krishna or Buddha or other ascended masters or Arishas or other different beings, you just need to call on their name, right? And let them know that you are talking to them. Express gratitude and love for them. If you need something, ask for it. And close in a certain way, right? Um, and, it, and it can be as, you know, namaste, right? At the end of yoga, a lot of times people say namaste, right? Because that's, that's again, it's a, it's a, a way of kind of, uh, of, of, of leaving each other, right? Or you could say thing, uh, you know, other things like that, right? But it's, again, it's communication. And so, if you don't believe in just one God anymore, well, maybe you can pray to the other beings as well, right? And and for me, at least I know when, when I've changed how I pray, I also never really liked the fact of it felt like we were being whiny little, whiny little bitches, <laughs> okay? And... and <laughs> And, and I'll tell you why, right? And again, I was guilty of this, um, but I see, to me, it feels like when most people pray, they're 
Oh, daddy, 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 please, 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 kill. help me, 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 right? And it's, I think, a more powerful way to pray to instead of, instead of saying, oh, please help me, to say, I am so grateful, God, for you helping me with this. See the difference in the energy there? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and we've talked before about like from a manifestation perspective of, you know, it is already done. Because if, you know, again, whatever beings you're calling on or you're praying to or you're whatever you want to want to call this, don't you think if you ask for something and they love you, that they're going to help you get it if it's in your best interest. And if it's not in your best interest, they're probably going to give you something better. So even, you know, for me, one, one of the ways, again, religious belief of prayer, dogmatically, you know, a lot of religions teach you how you have to pray, exactly what you have to say. You know, a lot of people say our, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, right? Give us as they are daily bread. And a lot of people say that even really without thinking it, but actually if you go back and you read that and you think about the order and structure in which Jesus laid that out, it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, and a, and a, a, a guideline for how we can pray better as well, right? Um but, you know, so there again, it's, it's kind of a religious belief, but in your spiritual life, it's important to pray. You may just pray a little different into other beings than you normally did because you're communicating with other people. <laughs> and Jason pauses for a minute and Brad sits there in silence. And everybody that's listening thinks, oh, my gosh, did the podcast die? <laughs> it probably did. It's probably dead at this point after after this many episodes. Um, but, um, you know, I, like I said, this, this is, I think, a topic that I know a lot of people are, you know, again, most of us have some sort of a religious upbringing so a background we were raised to believe certain things by our parents usually um who we grew up with and so some of this is helping people to see how do i take some of these things maybe that i've learned some of these things that i've that i've held to be true and how do i incorporate them into my spiritual life mm -hmm. um and i think talking about the idea of prayer is one of those ways, you know, but you know, like you said, all the many religions have this idea of prayer, you know, it may sound differently. It may be done a little bit differently, but how do we take, how you take the concept of communicating with somebody else, whoever that might be. It may be the person on the other side of this podcast. It could be, you know, a being um, that lives in another dimension, you know, whoever it may be, and how do you communicate with them? You know, you would call it a prayer. You can call it a communication. 
you know, uh, walkie-talkie, I don't whatever you want to call it, like, but it's a, the same kind of concepts and things that you can still take from there. And I think there's a lot of things that are similar to that that people can take as well from their other, you know, their religious upbringings and things, and incorporate that into kind of this idea their spiritual path as well. Um, and really that's that's kind of the thinking that I had in my head going into this is how do people take that those things that serve them and continue to reuse them you know and they and they're in the spiritual um you know evolvement and growth and things like that yeah because again there's a lot of good things from um from a lot of the religious practices it's it's where the dogma gets in the way or you know and again it's just it's just helping you you know some other examples right well a lot of religions talk about tithing you have to give 10 percent to the church or else you're going to go to hell well that's dogma is 10 percent a good number yeah for a lot of reasons 10 percent is probably a good number but it might not be the right number for you maybe it's one percent maybe it's 50 percent Right. And so, but is it a good idea to donate to the poor and to charities? Yes. <laughs> right. Will it help you on your spiritual path? Yeah. Because as we're generous, as we love other people, as we're sharing, if we do it with the right intention, it helps us. Right. It's a it's good Iini. thing. It's a good thing to do. It's Iini. Is it, is it good to have a day a week, you know, for yourself? Yeah, it probably is, right? How you choose to do that or spend it with your family or whatever you're doing, it's still a good thing to do, right? It's something that religions teach, but you can you can incorporate it or make it into your own way, right? And we talked about prayer, you know, as well and 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 some of the things that again, you don't have to just completely throw everything out. There is truth in every religion. Right. There's 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 truth everywhere. There's a lot of falsehood mixed in with it or slight twistings, right, to kind of keep people in slavery and poverty and 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 holding on to them. But you know, you'll start to learn and see kind of where those where those things are. Uh, but you don't have to completely throw it out. And in fact, you know, I was telling Brad before I used I used to be embarrassed to tell people that I was a Mormon. Like, oh man, you know, they're, they're you know a lot of people don't think very highly of Mormons, right? Because they don't really understand them. But I'm actually grateful that I've had that that experience. Um, you know, and I've read the Bible many times. You know, the 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 Book of Mormon, which is a Mormon scripture, but I've read lots of other things you know, as well, even the Quran and, you know, other, other religious texts over the years. And I've learned about a lot of different religions, right? And it's, it's just helped me in my spiritual path, because as I've learned more, and I'm evolving and growing, and I'm being introduced to other things, a lot of these concepts are not so unfamiliar to me, so foreign to me. It's like, oh yeah, you know, somebody somebody mentions Enoch. Oh yeah, I know who Enoch was, <laughs> right? At least from the biblical sense and the stories that are told about Enoch, right? As a, just as an example, um, and 
so anyway, I'm going to shut up there because it's, no. you know, again, we could just keep going and going and going and going and going. And I know we need to time out on this episode, right. but no, and I, I, I will throw in my two cents of the episode. Um, I think a really good way to say, to, to kind of distill down what um, is, is again, for lack of a better term, the good with the dogma is see what comes up in other religions as well. If they're co- the common threads between religions, um, those are usually the things that have some truth to them. You know, a lot of, if you look at a lot of origin stories of religions, a lot of them have very similar origin stories. Why? Well, a lot of the stuff in there is, is BS probably, but there's still kernels of truth in there. There's still nuggets of things in there that they all kind of have in common. And there's a, probably a reason for that. You know, there's some truth behind it. If everyone's coming to the same idea, there's probably a reason why. You know, yeah, they put their own spin on it and they, you know, whatever, but at the core, what is that? Um, and so maybe those are things to look at and what are the things that others have in common with this religion that I, I grew up with or was raised on, you know, and, and that maybe is something that um, I can look into more into. We talked about the days of the week, you know, having a kind of a holiday a day of rest, just like that, you know. Just because you one religion has it as one day, and these are things you do on this day, and another has it a different day, there's still that common thread of a day of rest, mm-hmm. which should be very beneficial. So, how can you find those things, and and maybe those are things that you incorporate into your spiritual practice? Yeah, and I think you know at the end of the day, it's whatever you're comfortable with. Do what feels comfortable and right for you, right? Regardless of what anybody else might think. I mean, I have. I have a friend who, um, you know, again, had a religious background, but is is very spiritual and cosmic and knows that there's not one white bearded man sitting in the sky looking over everything, controlling everything. But this person still chooses when they pray to address a father in heaven, uh, you know, close and 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 talk about Jesus and refers to the Holy Ghost quite a bit. That's what this person happens to be comfortable with in doing and how they choose to pray, even though they know it's not just limited to that, right? Because this person, while having a Christian background, is not a Christian per se anymore. But that's what they feel comfortable doing. And so for me, again, when I'm with them, and and we're praying together i'm cool with them doing it that way you know if i'm the one offering a prayer i pray the way i feel like i need to do it right and they're cool with that too um and that's that's the whole idea here too is you know finding there's there's going to be some truth from your religious experience that you can carry forward and use and will help you in your spiritual practice you just have to go inside, feel and know what it is, um, and let the things go that no longer serve you or that you know are false. So another good lesson: release what doesn't serve you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Cool, awesome. Exactly. Well, I think we've gone around enough circles for today's episode, so we'll wrap it up there. Um, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, this uh, helpful for you guys. Um, you know, again, there's, you know, we never know where this is going to take us. And, 
Um, hopefully something that came out of Jason's mouth predominantly uh, was beneficial for you because nothing that I said was today. So, oh, um, <laughs> I just I would disagree with that, my friend. I would disagree with that. But uh, uh, hey. but with that, anyway, uh, again, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode. See ya. See ya.